0: hope y'all read, You y'all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> don't know the power of
1: the <laughs> the only one Podcast. Perfect, perfect, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, we had Chuck on here and he was, you know, he was an up and coming. <laughs> and then he suddenly disappeared. <laughs> Hasn't ever worked again. Right. That, that's why. It's, it, that's why he
2: used the was. <laughs> he, he yeah, was yeah, an up was.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: But w- welcome back, guys. Uh, this is episode one forty nine of the Chilling with Villains podcast, and we have a very special guest. Our first guest of the year, actually, first yes. guest of twenty twenty two. Our guy Chuck Did I pronounce it correct? Correctly.
0: Chuck Cootie. Yeah.
2: You yeah. know, um, when I was watching <laughs> um, the official Peacemaker uh, podcast, I um, you were like, "Oh, you you pronounced my name correctly." Like, I, I appreciate that, and it's funny because <laughs> my first name, right, Mizraim, I get it mispronounced a lot as well. So I can oh. only imagine. Can you imagine how many different iterations of my name there has been? Or just okay, so it's supposed, it's supposed
1: to be Mizraim. It's supposed to be Mizraim, Mizraim, Mizraim right? Yeah. yeah. So, so it, I, I imagine there's a Mizraim. Ms. uh, uh, Miserable.
2: <laughs> miserable. <laughs> yes. yeah, one of my friends in high school, les he Miz. always called me miserable. The I Miz. swear to God, the Miz, <laughs> uh, yeah. Le, les Miserables, what's that song? Les le Miserables. So I consistently got that. Yeah. Um, and, and then sometimes I would get things where they would add, like, just unnecessary letters to it, or, or accents to it, or accents. Oh, yeah. it. Are we talking
3: about messing yeah. up
1: names? Yes, yeah. yeah, we
2: are talking about messing yeah. up names.
1: My, hey, my name hey, Mizurami. Awesome. <laughs> syllables, Mizurami. <Ms. laughs> so they probably go, hey, hey, Ad miserami. I mean, why? Where's the Ad from? <laughs> um, mine, uh, mine are incredible. I, I, I get because my last name's is but for some reason, I mean, look at me. I'm a black guy. People call me Luigi. I was like, Louis? oh, no. <laughs> and now he's a plumber. <laughs> is it, is, can, you just, can you just not see there isn't an L there? Because oh, it wasn't Luigi. I've had uh, Chocowandi. Oh, Where's the N from? Right. Like, I mean, where, I've had so, so many, from? you know, yeah. It's but all, the one I hate most, because I used to be called Chuck for short, right? Okay. Which is perfectly cool. But I used to hate <laughs> it when people would assume my name was then Charles. I was, oh, I was like, "There's, yeah, there's nothing yeah, Charles right. about me, nothing at all. <laughs> nothing, you know, nothing. <laughs> you need like a monocle on a top hat."
2: <laughs> and it's and it's
4: actually very interesting because you sometimes you get people that go, "Like, you sure it's not
2: like telling you? <laughs> right. Like, yeah. am like, I no, sure? Oh, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> wow, yeah, you know, it's 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 not. Are you it's,
1: right? you you're, no, yeah, it's I'm not. Sure? Wow. They, and then, you you they it, then they look at it, and they look at it." Because you need to look at it like usually this is in customs or something. They look at it like, like I'm wrong. Like, right. you gotta go look
0: at your I'm name not
1: again. I was this
2: like, show. no, I'm. <laughs> yeah. dude, run my, just run my password. Go ahead, do it. <laughs> so, so when you go to Starbucks, what what are you doing? Are you just giving out Chuck? Yeah. Is that what you're doing? To Starbucks. Oh <laughs> no. As, as soon as he he's like, oh. "Wait, wait, uh, no sponsors,
1: no sponsors, no sponsors." No, no free sponsorship. No free sponsorship No, for sponsorship. no I honestly there was a, it was a really interesting story actually because I was always because I grew up in Nigeria. so It was always Chukwudi. Everyone knew how to right, say it. Then my parents joined the United Nations and I went to um uh we, our first place they were was Ethiopia. And I went to an American school there. So people started calling me naturally, as Americans do. They always want to... You guys want to find the quickest version of everything. So it was Chuck. (laughs) Chuck Chuck became my name. And then when I went to school in England, I just always introduced myself as Chuck. And then my mom, who passed away, sadly, from cancer um, in 2009, I remember, you know, you start spending these wonderful moments when you know time is running out even if you haven't accepted it yet right yeah, yeah. And i remember her we and her were sitting and i think i just um i don't know where it was we were having a conversation and she just randomly said we weren't even talking about names she just randomly said you know chukwudi is a beautiful name and that's all she said and from that moment on all new acquaintances and professionally it became i said it's going to go back to Chukudi. It's not that I didn't like Chuck. Now, a lot of my old friends that I've known for years, they still call me Chuck. I'm not going to make them change the habit of <laughs> yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, are, right, yeah. right. You know, do like, friends. hey, no. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. But new acquaintances, and certainly professionally, it's Chukudi mainly for her. But I, I really don't mind Chuck either, you know?
2: So from now on... So that's the story. The Chilin' with villains will always refer to you as uh, Chukudi. There you go. Chikoudi. Perfect. Yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's your name, man, right? Like that. That's so important. It yeah. gives you the identity that you know. That's you. That that's who you are. Yep. So it's it's and always that nice sort to of embrace um,
1: it. Absolutely, and it's not just just that way to say. You know, I. It's a it's a unspoken gratitude for those who gave you your name. You know, thanks, mom. Thanks, dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, wherever we're coming from. You know, when you actually acknowledge your name that way exactly
2: man so yeah. also speaking of which right so since you are chilling with the villains <laughs> we would love to hear what villain name um of any pop culture reference that you would like to carry mm. on for the rest of this episode any villain to you and mern i guess mern doesn't really count um mern, no mern t- isn't <laughs> a villain you've seen no, he's, he's a got villain. a big yeah. he's got a big
1: heart he's got a big heart um It's it's bad because you see, I'm caught in the middle because I'm in both the DC and the Marvel world, and I feel Mm -hmm. I'll be letting someone down by choosing one or the other.
2: But hey, it could be anything too. It could be Harry Potter.
1: Because my, it could be Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I've always, I've always loved. I've always, as far as villains go, maybe it was something about Jack Nicholson. I've always loved the Joker. Oh, nice. So call me the Joker. Because also there's something wonderfully, as a you know, my background in Shakespeare, there's something very Shakespearean about his psychosis. Do you know what I mean? That sort of drifting into that psychosis and this weird backstory that maybe he came from tragedy, you know, and all that stuff. I've always been drawn to the Joker. Like if someone said play a villain from these worlds and stuff, like one of the ones that would definitely be up there would be call me the Joker, you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. wow, that, that, that's incredible. I Love it.
2: Yeah, and I love that you brought that up. How your theater background sort of, you know, because we we do see the Joker in that light, but I feel like not everyone really appreciates like what has made that man the way that he is, right? So it, it it's mm-hmm. nice to see that you kind of take your experience of working in theater and just sort you're just sort of like, huh, like. The the Joker is, like, an interesting character study. Yeah. It's just like, wow. Yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. So, so t- yeah. tell us yeah, more. Yeah, character. Mm-hmm.
1: I, always, I, I always feel with theater, the, a big difference between theater and film is I think if you're, say, walking into a, a film audition, the trick is that, of TV, is that when you walk in, you want the creators or the decision makers to believe when this character was being written, they were thinking of you, i.e. Chikudi. <laughs> you know, like, yes. oh, he's the guy. In theater, that's not something you worry about. If anything, you want to see, you walk into the room and the director's there and you want them to watch you become that character. Do you see a very subtle difference that in film and TV, you sort of walk in as the person in theater, you sort of give the impression of transforming into that character. So yeah, I I think that that's why when I look at something, say the Joker, I'm thinking in terms of, characterizing him as opposed to just being the joker does that make sense yeah, you know 100%. I, yeah i think that's what he's all yeah.
4: about though because you know a lot of people tend to mention that oh batman he has other villains and stuff but he's like the like the, the pinnacle he's yeah. he's
1: just so good and of course it helps with you know yeah. ledger. i mean what he did with it but you know oh, uh, yeah. but then what what um What's his name? Joaquin, In the Joker Joaquin movie. Phoenix. Okay. So Joaquin Phoenix oh, did with it. I mean, I remember watching... I believe we're talking about a completely different projects. Sorry, James. <laughs> but,
2: uh, like, <laughs> Sorry, <thing>. James. <laughs> Sorry, James.
1: I love you, man. But I remember watching the trailer for the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Mm-hmm. And I remember just watching the different sequences and watching him when he does that dance. Yeah. And they're sitting as an actor with whatever. And, just, and I, I teared up because the trailer it was clear to me that the director and the writers had gone to Joaquin and just said create this guy Mm, right do what you want there was a complete understanding of me watching someone having been given freedom to create something and that's so rare in the industry and it's it's a it's a very it's a wonderful thing to witness because you can tell you can tell the difference between when that You've, that leash is long and when the leash is 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 very short and
0: right.
1: i only say that because in many ways what i'm doing um with james building the character we're building right now in guardians feels like he's giving me that freely. like it's like i've got this idea but you're the actor let's figure this thing out and Let's see how far we can that, take that, it. Yeah, you know, that that's always, a that's a gift that's very rare. It's a gift yeah. when that happens, you know? Yeah.
4: yeah. You know, um, uh, actually Todd Phillips with, with Joaquin, uh, that scene that they did in the bathroom where he's just, after he kills those dudes on the train,
0: like he just, like, yeah.
4: dancing in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Divide, they right? just—they just had, I believe, the cinematographer in there, just have him like, "Hey, just record him dancing." Like, just let's just see. He where wasn't this supposed goes. to dance. Right? Yeah, he, he wasn't supposed to dance. It? And they had um the the composer actually just play. Uh-huh. She just started playing in the background, and then he just went wow. with wow. it. So that's what we went got. with it. That
1: is. Beautiful. I think I think you gotta that when that happens, but you you have to know there's certain roles I believe. Like uh, if I'm gonna talk about uh, theater background. Mm-hmm. There's certain roles that you don't you only decide to direct it as a director if you know the actor you're going to use. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's so not weird. like, oh, I'm I'm attached to this project. Let's go find the actor. There's certain projects where you go, I want to do this project with this actor. You know, I, I think of that. that and I, you know, certain so for me, I would say a classic one is Hamlet. You don't decide, oh, I'm going to direct Hamlet, let's go find the actor. You decide, oh, I'm going to direct Hamlet with that person because it needs that sort of leash, you know? Yeah, and it's cool. always exciting to watch those sort of projects when you know that's the nature of the collaboration, you know?
4: That, that's what makes it yeah. feel so wholesome as well because when, yeah, know, honestly, when I started watching, I gravitated to probably the supporting cast more. Like, I, I really love the group that, that James put together. I, and, you know, especially yeah. your character, yeah, You're a Mern. Thank That's you. it. Nobody else is are Mern. You, you... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: I was like, yeah, so I was... That means a lot. I was so uh, I was so freaked out when, when we found out, and obviously, guys, spoilers if you yeah, haven't been watching. Spoilers this ahead. Later, <laughs> yeah. But um, I was so freaked out when like, we found out that you're a butterfly. I was like, oh,
4: shit. I was like, yo, I like this guy. <laughs> like, like, what? Yeah, I was like,
1: no. <laughs> well, you know, that makes me very happy because one of the things that I've been constantly asked is when... Did you know you were going to be a butterfly? And I knew from the start, so Uh I was very conscious about making sure that I didn't play the arc or the or or drop hints. I don't want to be condescending to the audience, you know. I think it's important that
2: you play (laughs) exactly. So that's
1: that's that's vindication of that. So that makes me very happy that it came as a surprise like that. Yeah, Yeah. and then then even
2: that. I'm sorry, Mark. Go
5: ahead. Yeah, like the uh, and even in this last episode where um, Parker was saying, like, I noticed when he didn't take any damage from that explosion in the, in the minute, mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, wait, yeah, wait, yeah. he did it. That, <laughs> that was <laughs> so, I was like, yes. wait a minute, how did I <laughs> right miss that? I was like, Best, that, I was like, damn, mean, I was like, you know, it is because you're so, I think it's because you're so worried about what's going on in the basement that you're just like, because mm-hmm. no. with with uh, you know, with Peacemaker and Vigilante getting tortured, yeah, like, yeah, you're like, oh, like, what's going on with them, and then like, you don't. Pick up on those you like little things it. there. For me, yeah, it was yeah. just yeah. like it was... it's
3: a comic book movie. Like I didn't really think much of it. I was like, these. things. Yeah, die. people <laughs> explode and they don't die. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was
1: like, Burns fine.
5: No, I I didn't think he should have been dead, but I was like, no damage at all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, that but now that, that we're thinking sponge. about it, didn't
3: she ask him like, like, hey, are you okay? And he's like, I'm fine.
1: I remember when we were we were shooting that scene because again, you know okay this explosion has happened so how do i that was a really interesting moment in 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 because most of the time i'm just focused right up to after i'm revealed but focused on just being this human being again Mm -hmm. not giving away anything but at the time i have been blown up and i was ready to embrace that i was far enough from the explosion where it was more about you know the the being blown backwards as opposed to being hit by shrapnel. I was ready Mm. to do that. But there was a very interesting moment where the camera came down to me when she says, are you all right? And I go, these butterflies are super, they're strong. (laughs) They're very strong and clearly not damaged. But a a real guy now would be more stunned. But how do I balance the real person, who would be more probably screwed, with someone who's a butterfly still calculating and perfectly healthy, do you know what I mean? So it was a very important moment of getting, because it was a close-up also on my face, and I remember I just went, I said that, that, you know, I'll just give the thumbs (laughs) up, but I'll be very focused. Yeah, I'll give the thumbs up, like like, it's all good, so it embraces that whole comedy action thing, and distracts from the fact that I'm fine. Fine. Yeah. You know, yeah. Terminator. yeah. That's a, yeah. That's that's a, Terminator. That's a that's a great point. Exactly Terminator. That's because it confirmed. is. It is the Terminator. Is yeah. That it? <laughs> He's there. yeah.
2: yeah. Robert Patrick. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that Absolutely. that it's it's little things like that, you know, hearing it from your perspective oh, yeah. is, is, is is what I think is is isn't exactly because there's just so much that goes into um just filmmaking in general, right? And even like the, the constant breakdown of like what would this character do in this situation because of X, Y, and Z? Kind of the things you're describing, right? He's a butterfly yeah. pretending to be human. So it's like, but what is the no reaction? No one knows yet. Right. But no one knows yet. So what is the reaction he would get? And he has to do this in like a split yeah. like second. And the fact that you as an yeah. actor are thinking about that, right? And you're just like, huh, like and and, and people like James who have to write this stuff, it is just I'm like, wow, like it I'm gives it more nuance. Away. And that, and that's why, to me, nowadays, when I'm watching things, like, like yes, of course, we we as humans, we love to critique things, right? But at the same time, like, let's let's look at the good in everything that is filming, because it's yeah. not easy, like uh. from any yeah. perspective at all, right? It is not.
1: Absolutely, easy. there's always something to be um, applauded. The effort of of, you know, you think of someone like James who happens to also write what he directs. You know, right. the effort of 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 starting that creation and then seeing it through. I mean, I mean, his stuff is genius. So we don't even have to make apologize for how brilliant he is. But in general, <laughs> Sorry, just <Jeff. laughs> that effort should be that effort should be really applauded. And you're right, I have been trying to do more of that, to be honest, you know, Ms. Ram, because I I I do you know I sometimes your first instinct, oh God, what this is crap. Oh, we've seen this before and all that stuff. And sometimes you have to like just understand as someone who's you know, written only one script in my life and God knows, and I know how much that took out of me. You know, <laughs> I. you have to appreciate the people that come back to the table and come back to the laptop and create all that stuff. Even if it's not to your taste, someone's going to like it. You know, you can't please yeah. all of the people. You the time, but yeah. you yeah. usually please some of the people some of the time. That's what you aim to do, right? You know, so, Absolutely. yeah. Exactly. But also when you were talking about, one of the things that marks G- James out as a writer is that, really good writers have the capability of directing the direct the actors without writing director's notes they direct them through description or or um dialogue you you get a sense of what you're supposed to be and do good writers do that so james is already because he too was an actor is an actor he knows how to write and direct through the dialogue you know so if you're perceptive and you read it properly you get a lot of clues as to what to do. You That's know? Incredible, yeah. That's
4: why all the characters yeah. he writes are so
1: grossing. real. Yeah. 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 Like they feel <laughs>
4: like legit. Like this guy has made us have something to feel about a tree and a raccoon. If something,
2: to Eagly, sense... if something happens to yeah, Eagly, if something happens to Eagly like I'm upset,
1: Eagly. I'm yeah. upset. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Eagly, my brother, my brother, my brother this morning I was zooming him and he says, "Dude, I love that t-shirt, but you know, honestly, I'd rather have Eagly on the front <laughs> there, you know,
2: Eagly." <laughs> Sorry, James. <laughs> like like in the last episode when uh when John Cena kept like picking him up and like he kept like, "Ah, I'm like, stop touching him, stop hurting him. Just <laughs> let him fly, just yeah, let him fly." <laughs> yeah, but then he's
3: like devouring cops like I'd know, like, right? right? I was like,
2: "Oh, yeah, I was like, damn. So badass. Yeah, yeah, mad yeah. Mad even though yeah. Vigilante says something. He was like, yo, dude, like your fucking Eagle's kind of like a G yeah, right yeah. now. Like, he's kind of not
1: a... <laughs> but um Oh uh, the yeah. That, no, that... I don't know. In the comics, does I, it's funny, I've never asked James this. Is Eagly James's um creation for Peacemaker or does Eagly exist in the comics? Do you know?
4: Look it up. Let's do Look it up. Oh, you got it. <laughs> so yeah. we All right, you got it.
1: Peacemaker comics. funny. Peacemaker. I never thought to ask James. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think it's also because like the characters
1: that he chooses are always like oh not- Peacemaker, so does not, oh, have- not yeah. well, known. Oh. Yeah, well known. Yeah, this was created. That was Good. completely well. This is this guy's mind. Who who sits there <laughs> and thinks his pet should be an eagle? Eagle. Eagle. I mean, James Gunn <laughs> would
5: definitely. <laughs> you know, James Gunn is the only guy, Easy. and I said like, like he's. I think after uh, like once I heard he was directing like, Suicide Squad, I think I was like, I'm good. It makes like, sense. Like I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> it it makes sense. It makes like, sense. Like yeah. And then once, and especially once I heard the cast, I was like, I haven't heard of a majority of these characters, so I know I'm probably gonna care for all of them,
1: pretty yeah. pretty <laughs> much like a lot after this movie. So, yeah, so. and he's very careful about the cast. He doesn't just cast people right. that are good actors or or whatever but he he really does want a good atmosphere around the set he's very particular about casting people that will get on well with each other and i think that's that's something that's kind of also very rare but so important because it always pays off it yeah. really does pay off you as the audience you don't know why you're enjoying the ensemble more sometimes you don't know why but i think sometimes it is that that these are people that genuinely you know get on and Enjoy coming to work with each other, to, yeah, you know, every day. The chemistry
4: yeah. is very notable.
2: Right, like, there's something yeah, about the chemistry that's always there. It's just like, yeah,
3: and that makes it way more likable and yeah. enjoyable
2: to watch. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Like, yeah, and, and that, that's why I love that, that you guys are like the cast and crew are constantly posting on socials, like behind the scenes mm. and just like mm-hmm. you know bloopers, comedic moments, because it it does give the show a little bit of more. Okay, great. Like they did this, I'm enjoying it, and I'm glad they enjoyed the process of yeah. actually creating it. Yeah for us so i I think that's a very um, important part as well
1: and honestly too i've had that much fun during what was very peak times of covid certainly in, in vancouver where we were i mean there was a lot that should have sent us spiraling in the other direction but that it was a very happy set and um that that's one of the main i think accomplishments and that comes from top down you know how you know um the producers peter and, and james and stuff because there was a good atmosphere he came into work and it wasn't just us laughing you know when i mean there's great blooper reels that you know you're getting little glimpses of but yeah, the crew I, are laughing and you guys know those guys and crew they've been there done it they're hardened. they don't they don't laugh easily yeah <laughs> they're not easily impressed yeah. you know and i love yeah. that about them because they've done like 200 shows over 30 years or whatever but these guys were genuinely getting into it. And that, for me, was a big litmus test. You know, how Absolutely. into it they
2: were getting. Yeah, that, That's awesome. Is
4: there is there, you know, something I noticed about James? Because I I have, like, a, at least three people in my mind that if there's a project involved, I know there's going to be good music. <laughs> <laughs> that's James Gunn, Edgar Wright, and Quentin Tarantino. I know I'm going to hear some yeah. tunes on there. So. Yeah. <laughs> Were there, you know, were there any moments on set where James will be playing music, you know, like in between takes or when you're getting ready? That you know,
1: not in between. James sometimes plays music during takes oh. to make you really feel, so you know what it's going to be like when it's ready. So, for instance, the scene in episode three where we burst into the house and we oh,
5: yeah. you know,
1: like scanning and I can't remember the the name of the band that we played that music. We arrived on set, and when he, I didn't know it was going to happen because it was my first project with James. And then when he said action, on the loudspeakers, this music just blasted, and you're walking in there with a glock, and you're looking <laughs> freaking cool, and you know it's going to be in slow motion, yeah. you know? <laughs> that music is playing. Oh, man, I felt moon, yeah. like, I felt, I mean, talk about kids' dreams, you know? Growing up watching all those cool action movies and the music is actually playing and then he says to you by the way this is gonna be super slow motion and you just i just felt like yeah, I had arrived a million pounds <laughs> so badass but yeah. he does that to get the music going um even on guardians he 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 does that a lot for the act if the music is he feels it's gonna lift the yes. performance he yes. just like completely plays it with the music yes. you know i, I love yeah. his
4: i love his choices i love how intricately he chooses the the music for every scene and even if yeah even if there's dialogue or if there's not and we're just like following along with the characters and all that i just think it's so beautiful because whatever he chooses is not just like oh i'm pressing shuffle like He's yeah. playing hooked mm-hmm. on a feeling for a reason, yeah, for a playing. specific reason. Yeah, exactly. So it, Th- this is awesome. and and
1: music, music has that ability. There's something about I don't know about you guys, but if I sit in an in an opera, you know, go to an opera, I'm 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 a mess. I'm a bundle of. There's something about music that's it 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 strikes uh, an unspoken chord. Like when I, for instance, if I go if I go listen to an opera, I don't like listening to it in English because I don't actually hear what they're saying. I just want to hear the sound that's coming from the music. And I think James is keyed into that big time mm. in his choices of music, is that it, it just does something. The chords or the progressions in the music does some, or the voice he'll choose from that song with what's going on. And he does it every time. I mean, I remember watching, you were mentioning the Suicide Squad and yeah. the the scene with Ratcatcher 2 and her dad on the clock tower, I oh, mean, you're yeah. in the middle of this mayhem. <laughs> And they give you that scene and I'm sitting, I because I saw it at the premiere in London, I'm sitting in this IMAX and we've been laughing and roaring with laughter and then suddenly this guy drops this on you and I'm like a little baby crying. because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, this is embarrassing, yeah. but he has that ability to, to do that, you know, to get you. Because he leads with the heart, you know, ultimately. And that's what you were talking about, how it's real. It seems real with the characters and stuff. I think is because for all the madness that's just the medium he's chosen yeah. you know this sci-fi whatever he is a he's truly a, a storyteller and um a humanist in that sense so um and that's what comes through with his projects you know
2: so next time on set, you need to be like, "Hey, you know what will really get me going, James? Just start blasting <laughs> some nice opera music and watch, watch you get the best performance out of me you ever, what you will ever get." <laughs> 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 just, yo, put on Beethoven, bro, yeah, just and watch right, me. Right just... now, just do it. Oh wow, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: but I, I need to. Speaking of the opera, like I've been, I've actually been like dying to go to one. Like you know that scene in Mission Impossible? Um, oh, I yeah. was. in uh, Rogue Nation. Oh, yeah, yeah. In Rogue Nation. Oh yeah. my <laughs> god! I'm like, not only did it just Honest. make the scene that much tense, it was it just sounded like beautiful, like
4: just so like wow. Yeah. And also yeah. the way they they put together that scene, literally the the action was following along with the notes being played. Right. Yeah. I was yeah. like, wow, that's incredible.
1: They did a similar thing that was really good in Quantum of Solace, also. Yes. And the you yeah. know whatever okay. they did. James it's Bond just Bond such fan. a great. <laughs> Nerd, James Bond nerd. Um, Let's um keep going. like I up, <laughs> geek- no, the first three films I ever I remember seeing as a kid. As far as V, you know, we had the old VHS. That's how old I am. But I remember we were in Lagos and we just got this new VHS, and I was must about. It's probably about um, five or something like that. This memory, and I remember the first three movies we had were The Godfather, Day of the Jackal. And Moonraker. Okay. I mean, <laughs> those were the first v- VHS yeah, yeah, yeah. things that so we you had. Were, so I, incredible. I, I, yeah, that's, that's so the, That was uh, the beginning of that was the beginning of James Bond for me. Um, yeah. And Roger then it was Moore. weird because I think I saw, I saw Roger Moore's Moonraker. Then the next Bond film I saw was Connery, and I was like, Whoa. you know, as a kid, you are like, what the hell? Dude, that's not Bond. That's not the right. story. <laughs> I, I did like a, I did a spit take into my, you know, Ribena drink or whatever the hell I was drinking. I was like, that's who is this guy, <laughs> you know? Um, so, Bob, since then I've seen such a James Bond gig. Yeah, yeah double-o-a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like double-o-a. They, they must have, but like, upgraded opera, the angel, opera like, music, right? opera music is just so, because it's so, it's just the most heightened of music. It's like, it's like when when you can't express yourself with words anymore, you break into this, or the sound, you know, and when done right with that, because it's such a weird thing. Normally with action movies and guns going off, you want to hear some serious, you know, like hardcore rock yeah, or yeah, something, yeah, or yeah. you know, you want that. But when you decide, no, instead, I'm going to put some some of the most beautiful music ever captured ever from Verdi or something. And someone should, I have a dream of doing a scene before I die. <laughs> I would love a scene. Do it.
4: Do it, James. Listen. I would love
1: yeah, one we're gonna record scene. record this and add James Gunn. <laughs> I would love one scene that's in something like a an opera or something. Mm-hmm. And I just want one time in my life as an actor, a bit like Nicolas Cage in Face Off, to reach behind me hey. and pull out a couple of guns as operas playing... <laughs> I'm just like yes. go nuts
2: one time let's do it one time in my career let's do it when you get when you, get, when you come me, back to New York <laughs> when you come back to New York let's rent out like a, like a nice little little opera thing we'll get a couple extras where's the money co- where's the money coming from I don't know we'll start a GoFundMe we'll figure it out and you know the
1: and good we'll thing about it. opera you don't have to you don't have to pay to use the opera just blast it they're all dead exactly <laughs> so you, you there's, no royalties. Royalties. There's, there's no royalties there's
2: no royalties yo Beethoven gonna Play right. that. okay yeah and the second we do it watch one of their great 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 like, hey excuse me hey. Um, you cannot use my great 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 grandfathers bro that's at this point is ancestors <laughs> ancestry.com exists dude Yo, like confirmed. they could they could find out let let them find out and then we get screwed with all this watch that's what's that's what's gonna end up happening but <laughs> um no, that, that's actually incredible. And something funny, because I know you had mentioned also, right, that, you know, you're into, like, the classical music and, and things of that nature. And it just reminded me of when I, I used to take Latin uh, back in high school. Mm. A, oh God, yeah. hard as shit. <laughs> hard as shit. And then B... Amor,
1: amasa, uh, Matt. Matt, you remember all that stuff?
2: Bombas, bat, <laughs> vamos,
1: <laughs> batis. Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You and know what? Oh,
1: God. But, but yeah. shout,
2: shout out to my high school teacher because he was incredible. He was super patient, um, very, very, very intelligent dude. It, it really was. Mm-hmm. But during exams, you know what he would do? And he would also tell us, he was like, when you're studying, please, I implore all of you, listen to classical music. And yeah. I was like, one day I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll do it. And I just started doing it, and even even on the exams, you you kind of feel your brain—it's it, more in like a calm state of mind, yeah. And, and it, yeah. It, there's there's a lot less pressure, so so you sort of feel like you are gaining something from it. So I, yeah, I, I, I compartment. Mm-hmm. Sorry,
1: keep going, finish, mate.
2: No, 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 go go right ahead. I'll spell, no, I was, I done. I
1: like to compartmentalize my my music, like definitely for like when I'm learning lines or going on walks or or reading it's it's classical music it has to be that you know and then you 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 decide you know i have music that i used to work out i have music when i feel like i need to be you know when i'm cooking or stuff but classical right, music right. is definitely my my concentration um um focus Chicago, yeah. you know sort of sort of go to and that teacher was absolutely right i I studied, I did a lot of... I remember a lot of finals in college and stuff. I would have classical... I'd just close my door and have classical music playing as I worked and stuff, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that, that's incredible. And, you know, especially living in New York now when you're walking the busy and yeah. loud streets, that that's oh, something... Yeah. You know, you just put you just put the AirPods yeah. on, on noise yeah. cancellation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, that's the yeah. best thing ever. It's
1: also very yeah. dangerous, but it, it is dangerous. I'm like yeah. you don't hear you
2: don't hear shit. No, I don't know. hear yeah. shit. <laughs> I'm
1: like, yeah. yeah, I use it and I use it in the subway. You know, just mainly because in the subway, I I I'm just always assuming in New York there's gonna be some kind of drama, and I just <laughs> the best way of the best way of not engaging is. Music. Music, yep. on and you're looking at Music can here, look you down. Anything. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: But, yep. and, <laughs> then, and then you still always get people that, like, will find a way to make you look up. And I'm just like, oh,
1: yeah. Like, can, I, can I
2: just <laughs> yeah. pretend that, like, You got to be careful,
3: though, on the subway, man. There's a lot of crazy stuff going
2: on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, people yeah. There was a
1: period me. where, oh, they're crazy. There was a period where I don't know what energy I was giving off, but it was <laughs> happening almost like, once or twice a week, someone would try to engage me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> a couple of times, literally, would want to have a fight on the subway. Bruh. You know, and I'd be there with my book, and the book would piss them off. Like, I remember one time, I was literally reading. I was literally reading, and this guy comes up to me. He came in crazy. He had no shirt, basketball oh. shorts on. The guy was on something, and he wanted a fight. You know, he was giving... Going around to people just getting in their faces, getting crazy. I just said, I'm just gonna read my book. <laughs> but I knew, I said, I know, You're I know he's gonna in. come yeah. to me. I'm standing in the corner, he's shouting, then it goes quiet. And then suddenly a hand pulls my book down. Oh, and it's him. Oh, I was like, here man. we go. And he just goes, What are you reading? I said, yeah, This is what I'm reading, you know. And he goes, <laughs> and then it, it, it starts it's like escalating. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, Man, I'm gonna be like I, can't read. like I was like, I'm gonna be cool, I'm gonna be cool. And then yeah. he suddenly went uh, uh, wanted to throw it. <laughs> Ch- and you know, <laughs> you know, with that moment, normally you wanna you wanna deescalate, you right? You wanna like you don't I don't I don't right. need to be dealing with police statements yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But you know, there are times when it was I think it was like the third time in like three weeks this had happened, <laughs> and I just lost it. I was done. I was done. <laughs> and I was just like, I saw red. I was like, let's do it now. You know what I mean? And I lost it. And then the guy goes, goes from being all this to, you're going from being all this shirtless, whatever. And he goes, You know, man, you, you lucky. There's kids here. There's kids <laughs> oh, here. I was like, Oh, there's kids here now. I looked at him and I was like, Oh, there's he kids He you here feel now. like an and asshole. said, You notice the kids? You <laughs> notice them now? I mean, it was. But I, and then when he, then the subway stopped and he just says, He jumps out and says, Come out here. I was like, Come in here. <laughs> he out. I mean,
2: next Wait, time. Listen,
1: New York really... can do that to you, you're, you're a good, you're a calm person, but yeah. that city, I love that city, it's home, there's no city like it, it's right. the yeah. energy, you know, all yeah, that, we know yeah. that, but man, can it, can it piss you off? Yeah, ne- yeah. Next time, can next, it piss time you off.
2: next time, this yeah. this has got to be your take, right, it has to now, right, yeah. next time that happens, you'll be like, you know who the fuck you're talking to? I'm Clemson <laughs> fucking <Mern. laughs> Exactly. I'm you Clemson fucking Yeah. Like, what, I'll get, a, I'll get Amanda Waller here, you know who the fuck that is? Nah, oh. you don't, stupid. <laughs> Stupid. Watch. Watch the reaction. Just break break into your camera. Yo, (laughs) imagine going
4: on the subway and picking a fight with Mern, dude. Right.
2: Like, I'm a butterfly. (laughs) Are you a butterfly? No. Butterfly,
4: (laughs)
1: motherfucker.
2: I'm a butterfly, (laughs) (laughs) motherfucker. Exactly. Yeah.
1: I'll um, yeah, just give them the Clemson Myrna stare. The stare, just like right? The, just oh, no oh stare. yeah, man, but you have blinking, that. Yeah. You have that
4: stare <laughs> down
1: packed. Yeah, like yeah. Dude, that's I
4: something it. I mentioned when we when we first started watching the show. I'm like, man, these guys are just pissing Myrna off. Like he's so stressed out. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like shut the fuck up, because
2: <laughs> yeah. like, they be talking about absolute nonsense, and he's like, um, we yeah. kind of have a crisis here. Like, what? Like, what the are we really here. talking about? Like.
4: Like, like, I'm trying to save about? your
2: world. Shut the fuck is up it, and listen. Is it like distracting
4: yeah. sometimes? Like, cause I know you have to stay in character, and what they're doing is so hilarious that you're just like. Man.
3: <laughs> and it's probably improv. Right? Were, a lot of like John. Cena. A lot
1: of it. A lot of. Well, a lot of it is written, but then James. What James likes to do, he likes to let the camera pe- keep rolling, and then he will throw out suggestions from what the back. Happens, so yeah. he's on this <laughs> god mic, and he goes, "Say this." <laughs> So it would keep going. And I'm trying to and it's all right for them. They can be yeah. the Apple Dumpling gang, right? Yeah. And I'm sort of there trying and to you laugh a sweet once face. and they are like cut. Oh God. I lost this like I said, there's there's more and more blooper reels. And I would there were days I was worried, are we gonna ever get this shot? Because anyways, <laughs> we were all just cracking up or you keep it together. Remember that that moment in one of my favorite the one that was really hard, I was worried if we were ever gonna it was, a the one where he's reeling off the names. John is reeling oh, off all geez. those names. Oh <laughs> and he God. he guys, he really did. He 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 just kept going and kept going. It's not Damn. like he would stop and have to think about them. He kept going and going wow. and James just kept rolling and rolling. So if you notice when, when they did the the sort of post credit scene and he's still reeling off yeah, yeah, names, yeah. Yeah. you notice the camera behind him and the camera just stays on my lower back, not my up because my upper half is dying (laughs) laughing because i'm still rolling and i'm trying not to make any sound as i'm laughing and i'm standing there because i know i'm not really in shot trying not to laugh but the one that really got me is that when he goes uh i think it was episode four or no five i can't remember the episode where he goes uh no no it was uh, the recent episode episode six where he goes uh and, you, you know, that's like 50%. And you know what you get with 50%? A D. A D. <laughs> oh, yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody was like, an F. Like, and he's like, a D. School. school wasn't for me. We <laughs> yeah. lost it. I mean, we lost it. Freddie Stroma, poor Freddie, was dying in that. And I was like, we're never going to get this shot. We're never going to get this shot.
4: That's uh, <laughs> so funny because, every, you know, that's one of those moments where, you know, I love comedic moments like that because it, it catches you off guard because everybody, you know, Unanimously, is like, yeah, that's that's a terrible F. grade. Like, yeah. yeah, that's an F. Yeah. You
2: failed. And, 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 and he's just like, no, it's a D. Like, I didn't, know, I didn't, he's fail. I so didn't sure fail. I not sure about it. it. He's
4: like, yeah, it's a D. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, imagine me looking oh, at God. John when he does because John's just supposed to say a D, and I'm supposed to say F. But John, being John, went yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
5: Yeah, because because he heard he knew what you were God, saying was, it was right. For me. Yeah.
1: yeah. Imagine how hard it was for me keeping a straight face for well, oh god it was so much hilarity it was yeah, crazy that,
2: that's that's incredible and and something i want to bring up now right because um in in listening to that um the the peacemaker podcast um that mm. you were on and that you were talking about you had said something about imposter uh imposter syndrome right and mm. i kind of want to discuss that because you know hearing it from you and you saying that sometimes it doesn't feel real and it's just like oh do i like belong you know with with the people that are here I would love to just hear mm-hmm. more of that because I feel like from what we've gotten, right, and, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but do you feel like right now, like, this is where you're starting to really, like, hit things off with, with your career? Certainly in film and TV, um,
1: theater was, you know, people are going to be, at this point, looking back at maybe the last two or three years, right, as to the my trajectory, you know, with Guardians coming out, Peacemaker, Underground Railroad before that, you know, uh, the girl who got away, you know, they're going to be looking at all this and go, oh, yeah, he's been, but really it's been 23 years, not (laughs) just three, you know, and uh, a majority of that initial 18 or so years was um, theater. So I had my imposter syndrome, like when I first joined the Royal Shakespeare Company or first joined the National, when I'm working opposite some people for whom... The, they're the reason I became an actor in the first place mm-hmm. and I'm suddenly sharing a stage with, you know, you know, and, and some gala with Judy Dench or whatever oh, Ian McKellen goodness. is, you know. Or Ian, <laughs> Ian or oh, Gandalf is I did a show with Judy Dench and Ian McKellen is 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 in a photo shoot with me because we're in the same season or wow. I'm you know, or I'm working wow. with, you know, Sam Mendes directing me Richard III You know, you're just there. You're so you have that, but I, I did that. You know, I, I yeah. was very lucky I did that. I did a lot of theater. I, then I came to New York and uh, the public theater, you know, really took me in. And, you know, within my first year here, I was working with, you know, Annette Benning and John Lithgow. And, you know, and, you know yeah. I did a fellow wow. with Corey Stahl, you know, and I owe that. So I, I somewhere in those first few years of theater i got over the imposter syndrome because i was i was doing it for film and tv for the most part now it's so new to me still mm-hmm. relatively speaking it's crazy people are calling me up and coming i'm, I'm in my 40s Do you know <laughs> what i mean it's still re- never <laughs> it's too relatively late. never too late. <laughs> too late it's so new to me that yes i mean there are times when i go you turn up to this set you know what me. Did Peacemaker you turn up and there's hundreds of people and it's James Gunn, the guy I, I went to see Guardians in Times Square with a friend, not mm-hmm. thinking, wow. thinking I would just always be a fan. And suddenly this guy not only is hiring me, but he's such a huge champion of mine. And yeah, there is the imposter syndrome, or like when there's that moment when the set goes hush and there's like hundreds of people watching you about to do your thing. Or like I'm sitting here every time I go on set on Guardians and thinking. In a you know, whatever it is, in about a little over a year's time, this is gonna be on an IMAX, you yeah. know, and wow. I can't help but feel an imposter syndrome because it's still relatively new. And I, I think that the flip side of imposter syndrome is an awareness of of, of how lucky you are. Mm-hmm. And guys, I'd love to say that it's it's about talent or hard work, all those things are important. I know that my motto was if someone's working this hard, I'm going to work this times whatever harder. Right. I work harder. Yeah. Yeah. That was always how I, I felt I should go about it. But I know that even all that hard work and talent amounts for the, the very small part, I would say maximum 20 to 30% of being 20% of making it in this industry. Wow. It's so much about timing, luck, the, the subjectivity of you might be great, but does that director think you're right for this role. Wow. Right. It's the only profession in the world, it's the only profession in the world, I feel, where, for instance, if you're in line to become the attorney general of the United States of America and you're one of the people being interviewed for it, mm-hmm. you might not get it, but the chances are that you will go on to a massive other job because you were in the running for attorney general of the United States yeah. of America, right? <laughs> yeah. Acting is the only the chances are you already have a really cushy seven. Bigger job yeah, to yeah. go back to. Um, yeah. Acting is the only thing where you could be meeting with a James Gunn or Steven Spielberg, and your life could change. But if it doesn't, if you don't get the gig, you're back to waiting tables. Wow. It's the only. It's the only it, thing it, that there's yeah. such a discrepancy be- between that changing thing and going back to
4: yeah there's no safe middle ground
1: to yeah. the, no, there's no safe middle ground you know there is that and i feel like i was very lucky that before this new phase i considered myself very much one of the lucky ones working with great directors on great projects you know like i said even on tv I you know i just worked with with Barry Jenkins and Ava DuVernay i was lucky but this is another sort of leap forward that My career never having, you know, I could have gone my career never getting every gay, every job you get is a race one. And that's why my favorite part of getting any job is the moment I get the call saying you got it. Because I know the imposter syndrome equates to that knowing how close you were always to not getting it, you know? Does Um, that make sense? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, Yeah, and that's why.
2: Mark.
5: Uh, like to your point like it's uh you know i was watching a um uh donald glover actually doing stand-up he was saying how he was how like acting is like the only job that you have to keep proving that you can do it you have to keep proving that you're like like you're saying like you're you're worthy of this role or you know you can do a great job with this role and stuff like so it's it's very Mm -hmm. interesting it's like when you and, and you kind of have shared a similar sentiment where it's like you know you you can go back to another job if you're going to an attorney general or something you know you yeah know, yeah yeah you're making so much money all of stuff. sudden yeah it's like like all you need is like one one role and it can just catapult you but like even <laughs> yeah. then you still have to audition for roles you still have to yeah. you know, just call yes. your own. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: and 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 there's this weird sort of thing of you're right you're constantly having to um um in a weird way prove yourself and, even if you're the you know even the right. whole thing you know yeah. you're still you know, you get one or two movies or, or TV shows that don't work, and suddenly qu- people are questioning you again. There is, there is no home. You don't go home in the industry, which is why I, I'm very. It's very important to me that I can go home in my real life, if that makes sense. Because yes, the industry yes. doesn't. The industry doesn't let you go home. You know. Wow! Wow! That's yeah.
4: That's
2: deep. Wow! Got yeah. real deep.
4: <laughs>
1: well, that's that. You know,
4: that that is unfortunately one of the sad truths of of you know. Of working in the industry like that, that that I from mm-hmm. what I've you know outside looking in, like it's yeah it, you get to work with these incredible people, but go, coming home is is you know something that I, I I'm assuming
2: um, not underappreciated, super
4: underappreciated, mm-hmm. and also a luxury at some points, right? I'm sure
1: like
2: yeah being able
1: yeah. to... yeah I, and I, to just shut it up. and I I think one of you know obviously I would have loved to have quote unquote my 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 uh, big big break if you're calling this that at 25, of course, it would have been great, you know, but I'm deeply grateful that I'm not because <laughs> I, I, I know I, I know for a fact um, that extra 20 years it's taken. And it's weird, my, my agent to this, one of my, age, my agents in London, Teresa Hickey, who's been my agent from the start, mm. I remember the first time I met with her just as she was about to take me on, she said to me, it's going to take 20 years. Literally, she said it in the wow. meeting. 20 years. And this was January of 2001. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. But I remember, (laughs) I'm so glad, I'm so glad that I've had twenty years because it's allowed me to recognize what, if fame ever happened, where it actually sits. And Someone re quoted to me recently something I said in an interview. It's so funny when people read back to you what you've said in an interview, and I go, wow, did I say that? Wow. Okay. <laughs> but like, really? he, I sure. said. You're like, of course, of course well, I said that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're like, really? Oh, wow. <laughs> so, um, no, he said to me that I had quoted as saying, just because I, I'm paraphrasing my own quote now, but just because we have the, the good fortune to do what we love as a living doesn't make it all that we are you know and wow. I feel the 20 years that I've had of life you know death losing people things you want watching other people do it and where they go right or where they go wrong your dreams that's actually 20 years of of your dreams reshaping what your dreams are. My dreams 20 years ago are very different from what my dreams are. Those extra 20 years makes me realize that when this stuff happens, more than ever, that quote means everything to me, that I'm so privileged that I can say I go to work loving it, but understand completely that who I am is so much more than what that is. (laughs) So I think it's very important that, that uh, ability to go home. This means to me that, yes, I, I am very lucky to work with, to be doing what I'm doing, but it only in many ways in the grand scheme of things means it facilitates me to live the life I want to live, i.e. with my family at home, it, you know, yeah. and to enjoy that to the full with less stress and worry, with a sense of accomplishment. This is, it's not in itself what matters. It's thank good, thank God, thank goodness, thank the universe, whatever you believe in, that it's able to facilitate me going home. Right. You know, if anything, you this is a
4: huge W because you you kind of get to have it both ways in a sense, at least. Yeah, uh,
1: exactly. Yeah,
4: because you. I mean, at least for me, you don't seem stressed. You see, you feel like you're very comfortable in the situation that you're in right now. Like you. You can actually breathe and and enjoy your time as an actor and as
1: a I I really am enjoying myself, but I think it's because, you know, I got married two years ago. It's like we, 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 I can, I can, I can, I can, I know what it, I know what's gone into it, you know, and, you know, we're defined a lot by the people we know, you know, both the family we're born into and the family we inherit. We inherit our friends and our colleagues, the people we choose. To be around or who in or who choose to be around us we're we're defined by them so for me when i get comments from whether it's my family or my friends who are my extended family the nature of their comments isn't just excitement or whatever it's it's acknowledgement of that journey you've been on does that make sense that we've witnessed we've witnessed together so there's something about someone you've known for 20 years or more saying proud of you that means a lot different from fans going crazy about something yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean and yeah. and that's what I mean about coming home so when you put it in that context of course I'm gonna I'm not gonna get I'm not 25 I, I know what that all means and I know what matters and I know I'm aware of what time is you know yeah. Um, yeah
2: that's an incredible yeah.
1: thing to be conscious about, and,
2: and I know we've yeah. only known each other for an hour, but we're proud of you. We are. So keep Thank doing you. what you're doing. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. But Thank you, I, I love what you just said because it's it's like, um, Chakuti the person, Chakuti mm-hmm. the actor, right? Like that yeah. that that's how, yeah. that's how it is, and I, and I think I've sort of you know, in, in my my experiences as well, kind of ha- have realize that too i i enjoy just coming back home and just being surrounded by people that like that i love you know and i, I think yeah. that beats out anything it, regardless right we love to do this right we love podcasting we love yeah. connecting with, with people like yourself and it's the greatest thing in the world but let's yeah. say let's say we had this but we didn't really have anyone to go back home to like
1: yeah
2: it it, it still leaves an empty gap you know so yep.
1: yeah it's funny the people that i i i you know it's crazy when I think of the people I I I can call colleagues and friends like that I've worked with like but I remember once like uh, because I did a Leah with Annette Benning I remember seeing her a couple of years later and we were chatting. And this is Annette Benning I grew up with that's you know amazing, you know. But the first thing Annette was talking about wasn't why she was in New York, what she might be filming, what first she was talking about was about, yeah, starting to look at schools for her daughter for 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 college. That's what she wanted to talk about. I remember meeting when I, funny, they were in the same place, but meeting John Lithgow years before we worked together at the RSC. We, we were in the same restaurant, and I was doing a season there, and he was doing a season there. And we sat, and we chatted for an hour, and he was talking about yeah, him and his wife looking for an apartment in New York. It was about fact. It was about yeah. life.
4: Yeah, it you wasn't know what I mean? about work. It was about
1: life. Yeah. You've, got, you've got to find that beautiful balance. And I think I always, you know, I was lucky enough to grow up with my role models in my family i and my mom and my dad Mm -hmm. you know my if i tell you that my dad who became a senior diplomat with the united nations didn't buy buy his first own his own his first pair of shoes till he was 16. if i tell you my mom who also became a diplomat with the united nations and a philanthropist and brought all these women off the streets and helped them start their businesses from ethiopia to the sota if I tell you that my mom had to leave school at like 11 or 12 because she had to help raise her family, her, her younger siblings, yeah. but then went back to school and became... And then to rise to where they rose to, put all of us through school, including people that weren't even their kids, they helped through school.
3: Right.
1: And to look at what they've, they they achieved, I go... Who the hell am I to be impressed with myself? Wow. Do you know what I mean? It it's just humbling. puts perspective. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's humbling and it's 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 it gives perspective, and I think that's often the problem. Is that it's certainly in this industry where you know you're showered with this sort of weird admiration. Is is to sometimes have a completely. In- inflated impression of yourself do you know what i mean it's Mm. and for me i'm surrounded by my younger sister is on college she does oncology she saves lives every day she just moved to you know you know back home to help back in nigeria with stuff my eldest sister is first black female ambassador british ambassador you know what i mean my brother owns his own c21 his own like um um, um in, in this television industry magazine and is also a producer i i look at those not to mention my friends who blow me away every day with what they do i go who am i to be impressed with myself just because the nature of my job means that every day after a day's that's work probably. i get applause right that's the only difference yeah <laughs> That after a day's work on stage i get applauded for it but it's still my job who am i to See myself as more important. Does yeah. that make sense? Yes you know, so I'll take
2: myself man. overly seriously. Yeah. It, you it, know, it's almost like these people live like two lives, right? Like they they well, they're, actor, able, yeah, they're yeah. able to um, <laughs> do all this, and then on top of that, mm-hmm. do even more. Like, you know, people, yeah. I, like, I admire people that go back to school. Like, like, oh, yeah, like, I, you know, I've worked for, like, 20 years. I went back to school, got my degree in this, this, and that. And, oh, going to work again. Yeah. I'm just like, wow, like, it's yeah. Yeah. fucking impressive. Some people <laughs> like, are driven by yeah. different things. But, I, yeah. you know, I'm
4: glad you you find your way to stay grounded in all this. Because this is a very so tough industry to, you know, to stay grounded
1: in. And you know what, you know, as as, as night, you know, they they the one thing that's gonna happen, you know, death and taxes, and you have <laughs> death, you have taxes, and yeah, if you're yeah. an actor, you're just not gonna be relevant at some point. Do you know? What I mean, that's the that's the mm. that's the trajectory at some yeah, point. So what you do, I what you have to do is like make mo- you know, make hay, um, enjoy, leave your mark that you can go back and maybe watch later on. Because I never watch my stuff back really, and I mm. don't read review. There'll be time for that, but you know. Leave your mark because it's it's not forever. So for me, if if I put if I put all my energy into being relevant, as opposed to enjoying life while it's happening, at some point when that goes, you go. I missed out on all that, you know. Yeah, life, yeah. And, uh, and 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 uh, I I just don't want that to happen. I've already got plans for about twenty years. Going, you know, um, auditing a class back at maybe at my you know at Yale or something where. Because I love history and English, I'd love to go back to, I'd nice. love to go back into yeah. a lecture room and find yeah. do that for most of the year. You know, that'd be great. Yeah, that's
2: awesome. Well, ho- hope hope in yeah. twenty years you you hit us up on Instagram <laughs> yeah. and you're like, hey, I'm, I'm in I'm in Connecticut here at uh, at Yale. I'm I just actually I just ace
1: my final, guys. I just <laughs>
2: <aced> my final. <laughs> It's like, dude, you're what do you what do you what, what do you do? You mean, ace your ace final. your <laughs> Like, aren't it, you on a porch? You know, <laughs> 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 right. So yeah, w- w- would you uh you get you could get the best of both worlds. I think Connecticut had some good porches like around their their porches. They they charge you less tax than New York State.
1: So hey. Okay. Wow, you know, you and, and it's win not win. that far from
2: New York, so yeah, yeah wow. it, it is,
1: a is
4: no, Are we not. like, we're all moving to Connecticut? We're all, we're all moving to
1: Connecticut.
2: actually. Yeah, I want to be a real estate agent. Let's do it. Sorry, James. <laughs> we're moving to Connecticut. No, but that, but that's great. How much? How much time do you, do you know? How much time we still have left with you? Are you? Are you still chilling? Or...
1: I'm still chilling. We can chill for a bit more. Okay. I'm sure we'll... we'll I'm sure sure Ramona Ramona will hop on If I wasn't enjoying you guys, I'd be texting Ramona right now. Get (laughs) me
2: out of here. I know. I (laughs) was... uh... Go ahead, Mark.
5: Uh, Like, to go back to that conversation, though, it's like... um, It kind of reminded me of when we had Javan on. And it was, like, about... You know, we want to have... I don't don't know if you know him, Javan Wade, but he's... uh,
1: No, I know him. Yeah.
5: yeah, uh, He... um, with saying that like, you know, with, with interviews and stuff, like it becomes so monotonous because you're kind of repeating the same thing over and over mm. and you get asked the same questions over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So like, I think something that we wanna always pride ourselves with is that, you know, we don't wanna, we wanna treat you guys like people cause you're people, <laughs> you know, like, not yeah. like, oh my God. Like we're like, like yeah. you know, we appreciate your work, obviously like you're, you're doing great, yeah. but like, it's not like we're gonna like go in crazy and freak out and everything else. Like we try to just kind of keep it ground level, or you know, and 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 try to make you feel relaxed and not like, oh my god, I have to say the same thing again and again. It's a
2: conversation. Again. It's, a, it's real a conversation. conversation. Yeah, yeah, Right, because at the Early. end of the day, it's right, like Mark just mentioned, it's it's literally what what we were just talking about. We were just talking about life.
1: And, and yeah. I, I think
2: that's something incredible. And like you just said, it's it's we take it for granted sometimes, like these little moments. Mm-hmm. So that's why when when we do have guests on, and I, I kept telling Ramona this, right? Because she was like, "Oh, like what what's the breakdown going to be?" And I'm like. And like, oh I, gosh, I gave gosh, a chilling. breakdown, right? I gave, I, yeah, right. Imagine I just wrote that. We're just chilling, Ramona. We're just <laughs> chilling. Just, just right.
3: Out. We're just gonna talk. That's Yo, just... We're gonna
2: be on a porch, bro. That's <laughs> no, it. like we we do obviously love to have like a like a structure and kind of you know li- little mm-hmm. things, especially you know because we when we started all this, it, it's mainly to discuss you know superhero content, comic book content, pop yeah. culture content. But we've sort of realized, like we've in evolved, doing that, yeah. we've have evolved as well into just hey let's just have conversations with people like we just want to get to know you as a human being as a person um Mm. because we know what you do like and again you you're chilling right now on your couch i highly doubt the one thing you want to be talking about for an hour is your work it's like why why don't we we (laughs) talk about this shit right like exactly um, so so we do we do kind of you know like mark said we we do kind of take pride in that because you know we just love having interactions with with people like yourself who who just also just love to interact with others and, yeah. and get to meet new people and, and just have these great conversations.
1: Excellent. No, I mean uh, this. Uh, you exactly what you described is what this feels like. It's a it's a great it's a great conversation, and also it's a chance to sometimes talking about stuff allows you to sort of analyze what you think about stuff. You know, sometimes voicing something you're doing is that what I yeah that's that's sort of where I am right now so this is great yeah Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah. and you know it helps you flush out those thoughts exactly because I I always tell them I said I really appreciate the combos we have even when we're not recording because I say sometimes the best conversations we have with our friends uh, at least with with what we do sometimes I'm like damn like if only a camera was around but (laughs) it doesn't matter because I appreciate it because sometimes these guys like these dudes they have changed my mind on certain things and I'm like man like I really appreciate this now just based yeah. off a conversation we had, or just like a little moment of like, damn. Oh, okay. And you know, and yeah. that's something that people take for granted as well. Like, how how much you learn off each other. Yeah. Or how much that that, right. that should be promoted. Like, hey, like, your friends can learn from you too. You
2: know? Like, you don't have to keep everything to yourself. Yeah. And it, go, it goes to, yeah. to his point of, of saying, like, oh, when, when I have my family members doing this and my friends doing that, I have to remind myself, like, hey, just because I'm getting applause from, from people, like... yeah. And and, and I, I don't I don't you know I feel like regardless you should still appreciate that because like hey like your acting is is not easy what whatsoever yeah, so what right. you're doing is still a skill it's still a talent and you're still working hard to to get at it right and of course like the things yeah. you said needs a little bit of luck needs a little bit of timing not a little bit a lot of it right um, but regardless you you take pride in that but then you also remember hey my my friends family. They're yeah. they're doing all these different things that are just as as worthy as as what I'm doing, if not even more. So that that that's that's yeah, something you open my, my lot mind of, up to.
1: Absolutely, there's a lot of incredible stuff. It's just the, the the X factors were in the public eye, you know, and and the the general. But don't forget, you know, there was a period, you know, um, in 2020 where, thank God, caregivers were giving being given that applause across yeah. the world at a certain time every day and that is actually, it's what we did then because we realized they are deserving of that applause, you know, constantly. Yeah. So, yeah, I just think in life in general to 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 be able to understand that, you know, not to take yourself too seriously is an important part of it, but to uh, take some of that energy into into practicing gratitude, you know. And gratitude doesn't mean to be over, of overly humble gratitude is just being able to point of fact acknowledge what you have and the pro, what's why that's so hard in this industry is that it's an it's a it's a it's a an industry of rejection on every level yeah. it's an industry of rejection and your first thought with rejection is someone took something away from me yeah. and when that is something you're dealing with constantly it's very hard to take say Put a break on that. I'm gonna focus on what I actually do have, which is often a lot more than you actually think. You know, at the time.
3: Wow. See, this is what I love about having like when we have guests over, and it's like it's just a personal conversation. Is that every guest that we have, at least for me, you can always take something away from it, and it's like yeah, a lesson that you learn. Not really a lesson. It's just like it it affected you, and it's like not just talking about their (laughs) career. It's like just a conversation, and I, I just.
4: I, this Mine is, is yeah, Mine even is though even though we're super grounded right now, it still feels very surreal because I'm I watch <laughs> you act man, like, you know, I mean? like, <laughs> like, we're, 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 we're watching try to, like, you on Wednesday. About that. It's yeah. like, on, on Wednesday, you'll be I on know. my screen. I'm just gonna yeah. be like, hey, it's yeah, kind of right. you know, it's, <laughs> it's kind of left my mind oh, Thursday. Well, Wednesday night, Te- yeah. technically, Wednesday.
2: Night.
4: <laughs> it's kind of like left my mind. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just hanging out
2: with but, uh. With Clemson Mern, <laughs> oh, oh, shit! <laughs> With Clemson Mern and the butterfly, <laughs> but to, to sort of to sort of wrap things up, right? Besides, besides life, besides work, what are some other things that that some people may not know about you that that you in, really really enjoy doing?
1: Um, I love reading. I just love a perfect, literally, guy. A perfect afternoon for me is when I know that. I have nothing on. I have a book I'm really into, and I can just have some coffee and read. I just love reading. I love coffee shops. I love finding a cool coffee shop. I do all my, if I can, if not for COVID, I do all my work in the coffee shop because there's so much uh, positive reinforcement for your work. It's like you do a bit of work, you learn some lines, you look up and watch someone really interesting. You know, you do your work, whatever, <laughs> and you taste some really cool. There's always something. There's some kind of reinforcement to being in a coffee shop. Right. Um, I love traveling. I think because as a kid, we we lived in so many different places. So I love, I love traveling. I'm a big foodie. I just love good food. I mean, yeah. I like to cook. I just yeah, love all kinds of food. Um, I love watching old interviews. Of people i love Mm -hmm. i go on youtube and watch talking pictures i just love because often especially in this we're we're so caught up of oh give me acting advice let me but often you learn so much by seeing someone having conversation like this in an interview and you just go if nothing else you understand oh this person you only knew when he arrived for them actually Mm -hmm. when they tell you that story of being a bellboy or bellhop or a or the restaurants before, or the things they missed out on, or getting married, and then you realize, mm. oh God, they were li- they they they're doing what you have been through. That sometimes is a bigger acting lesson than where to put your eye on in a close-up. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. you're yeah. watching these people you admire, real people, and understand they went through dis- the same disappointments you've been through mm. times ten sometimes the same insecurities, you know? So I love watching those things. I love watching movies in general. I love watching movies, in, you know. Um, so yeah, those are some things I love. But I, I I, would say like a perfect afternoon is a good book and a cup of coffee. And now you can add sitting on a... Uh, um, Not on the
5: subway,
1: though. A, yeah, a sub- yeah. <laughs> Not Don't on a subway. In the you know. There's those kids subways. here. <laughs> on a porch. On a porch, Don't. yeah. There's yeah. kids yeah. here. On a porch swing, Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I can't, can't believe that, that guy said there's that, bro. there's kids here. Yo, there's man. kids here. You've been you're swearing about and whatever for the last one of it. And now someone's ready to say, bring it on. You're worried about the kids. And
2: and, and that, now that we know how much you love reading, you're probably like, oh my golly, this dude just like completely took me out of my zone. Yeah, that's, I'm that's like, so awesome. like, I'm gonna have to. I
1: was loving that. That's what got me mad. I mean, <laughs> it was in such yeah. a good place in the book.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he probably had to throw the book away like, Hold on, like, let me put the bookmark in <laughs> <up>. <laughs> yeah. Let me put the it's right, right, right before up. he got up he's like,
1: hold on yeah. ah, But bookmark. I was like, god damn it He's like, ah, oh, damn it And I didn't have a bookmark So I, and it was a big oh, book So I, had to flip, I was mad oh, had to yeah, finger like yeah. So now, really now we get
2: it Now we know the full context yeah. Of what really, really <laughs> got you up <upset>. yeah. <laughs> It wasn't even the guy bothering him It was like, wow, like I had, I have no bookmark I was like, I have no bookmark. The
1: one time I leave wow. the house without a bookmark, and this idiot,
2: this you know. <laughs> wow! Sh- shout out to that idiot. Um, but also, also want to shout out uh, to Without her, this wouldn't be possible. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Super yes, excited Tuin, that thank you. she geeked out and was like, and super, and and yes. you know, if if it wasn't for your love and admiration of coffee shops, right. this wouldn't have happened. Man,
1: exactly, exactly. It was. Yeah, I've so never been you. to a coffee <laughs> shop before. I was like, I'm gonna try this place out. And there
2: she was. That's the good. butterfly. Oh, wow. So <laughs> Wait, is that it? Yeah. What the butterfly effect? <laughs> the butterfly effect? Is yeah. That, yeah.
1: Is that oh,
0: yeah. nice yeah. pun.
2: That's Wait, oh, oh, that's nice, delicious. nice, on it's it's nice bread. I like that, and it's on bread.
4: Wow, I didn't even realize I was making that kind of pun. But... That might be the title of the episode. Yeah, the butterfly, butterfly effect.
1: Confirmed. That might be title. <laughs> the title. Butterfly effect. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um. So we we would love to just you know close out. Would you love to um leave a message for our, our listeners? Uh, just any, any, anything you would love to leave them off with. Yeah.
1: Currently, in a show that's making people laugh a lot, my favorite sound in the world is laughter. And given what we've been through over the last couple of years, please find a way to have laughter in your life every day if you can. That's my message.
4: Amen. Amen. Wow.
1: wow. That's
2: what
4: I'm talking about, man. Yeah.
1: I, lo- I love that. Love <laughs> energy, but... Yeah.
2: Uh, Chakuji, yeah. thank you so much for stopping thank by. You. Um, yeah. you are a friend of the podcast forever. Yes, you are a um, friend of the show. Wonderful. Whenever. And hey. I'll see you guys around
1: in New York, you know, maybe in Two ends, uh Coffee Shop or something. <laughs> yeah, you know? let's yeah. Let's <laughs> all, uh, let's <laughs> all a grab a, a coffee pleasure. together. I'll read yeah, a book. That'd
2: be yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. And, and, oh. Let's yeah. start a book club. Just in the corner, all without books, just like yeah.
3: right. <laughs> drinking coffee, Obser-
2: observing people, be like, hmm, this guy got three mm. espresso shots. Look at shots. this guy.
3: He's interesting. Yeah.
2: Three espresso well, shots. That's this, his third of the morning. This, this, early, this yeah. early in the and we'll, morning. And we'll protect. We'll protect
5: you on the subway. Sure yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. So I need some backup. Yeah. Exactly. We'll just like stand
1: that'd be there. Great. Just like back up. Back absolutely. Up. So, so definitely,
2: <laughs> whenever, uh, whenever you're in the mood to come back on, just uh, may- maybe before, um, maybe before Guardians comes out, we'll uh, we'll, we'll get let's you do back it again. on. Yeah. yeah,
4: for sure, absolutely. Yeah. Love
2: definitely. Yeah. So, well, yeah, 100. Right, it's it's set up. Don't Thank know the you. release date, but it's set up. <laughs> <So we'll... laughs> I think they've they've announced the release date,
1: isn't it May 23rd or something like that? It's As of right now, the...
2: May 5th, 2023. Ooh. May May
1: 5th. 2023, there you okay. go, May 5th. That's the date. Nice. So we'll do something. We'll yes. do something.
2: Sounds good. Awesome. Yeah, we'll, we'll connect to Ramona. Shout out to Ramona. Yes. Um, to <laughs> and we'll we'll link her back then. But again, uh, thank you so much. You. And uh, yeah, make thank sure to you. come through and chill. I will. I will.
1: I will. I will. I will.